What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo, and this is Trust in Jesus Ministries as well. So I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're listening, and I'm glad you're studying the Word of God as we go through daily uh, Galatians, Galatians, Genesis. And uh, yeah, we've been uh, going through it pretty well, and we've seen some fascinating stuff, and we are finally, Noah's finally out of the ark. And what does he do? What's the first thing he does? Well, if you've read it, then we're about to talk about it. If you haven't, stop the tape here because no spoiler alerts, no spoiler alerts. Go ahead and check it out. 8, 20 through 22. Genesis chapter 8, verses 20 through 22. Now, if you've already read it, let's go ahead and jump into it, man. Let's see what it's got to say. What's the author saying? Well, the first thing that Noah does when he gets up the ark is he offers a sacrifice. He gives a sacrifice to God. He's thankful, man. And I'm sure he is, man. I can imagine him jumping out of the ark and just like kissing the ground like, oh, man, land, dry land. Oh, my gosh. Goodness, goodness, goodness. We got dry land now, man. We are finally on the earth again. I'm off of the boat. So I get kind of claustrophobic up there. Got the smell of the animals, man. You know, uh, I live in a van and it, it, it could be tough sometimes in such a small space. And uh, I can imagine I can only imagine, actually, is how tough it was to be on a boat for a year with all those animals and with, with his, his wife, his son-in-laws and all that stuff, or his sons and his daughter-in-laws. And yeah, it's got to be tough, man. So when he got out of the boat, he was like, finally, like freedom, man. But then he offers a sacrifice to God. He says, thank you for saving him because he could have perished just like the rest of creation. But God uh, um, picked Noah. He chose Noah and he saved Noah. And Noah walked with God. And so the first thing he did was in response to being saved, he gave thanks to God. He offered a sacrifice upon an altar. He built an altar for him. And then it says not only that, but he offered um, out of all of the, the good animals, uh, the clean animals. And so every animal, man, I bet that was a while, but I bet he was, he was not even tripping about it, man. And so he gave thanks to God. And whenever God smelt that aroma, that that offering that was lifted up to, to him, God in his heart was was appeased. He was happy. He was overjoyed. He smelt that and it smelt good. And so because of that, man, God made a promise. He said that he would never destroy the earth again on this for the sake of man. By water is what it's going to say here. And it's going to specify in which means it was, but it says that he would never destroy the earth again because of the sake of man. And he says this is because he knows that the heart of man is evil from its very youth. And so now he, he, he's saying that after the destruction of the planet, because of the, the sinfulness of man, he says he's going to give grace to man. He's going to give grace to man from now. It says that he won't again do it in that way. And God's going to bestow his, his graciousness on him. I think this mirrors kind of what, what Jesus says, is that the rain falls on the, the, the uh, good and the bad. That uh, crops grow for the good and the bad. It's like this is a, a grace that is, is blessings come pouring out to those who are righteous and wicked. It, it's called uh, uh, a grace that is um, over everyone, a common grace one that is given to all men because God recognizes the sinfulness of man. So, and after that, um, 
it says God also gives a, a little part. It's actually like a little poem, man. But it says as long as long as days endure, it says as long as this earth is here, then there will be a season. It'll be harvest and um, it'll be planting and harvest. It'll be cold and hot. It'll be spring and, and fall. It says there will always be a day and a night. There will always be times and seasons. And that's something you can count on. You can bank on it. That's why they always say the sunrise, the sunrise will rise. It'll always rise. I don't know how they say it, but they always say that the sun will rise the next day. What is that? And little Annie, the sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar tomorrow. So the sun will come out. And that's where we get this from is because God said that there will always be a new day. So what is this saying about God? Well, it, again, it says that uh, he's the sovereign creator over all things. He's the sovereign Lord over all things. This is who he is. This is a fact that is spoken about in his creation of the world and his destruction of the world and then his recreation of it as the subsiding waters and the rain stop and the earth, the dry land is found. And then he calls the, the animals to... Uh, um, to to he calls the animals and the people to again fill and populate to produce to have fruit and multiply this is this again is the call the mandate that god has given us as we are released from the um as we're released from the boat he's also a merciful god man is that even despite our sins and recognizing that we probably shouldn't even be here because of the devastation that we put on this planet because the reason that it was destroyed in the first place was on behalf of the sinful man. Yet he persists in his love for us that he would allow us to be here. Even though we cause this destructive force on everything. He's a merciful God and he waits for salvation. He waits for our turning to him for salvation. What's it say about man? Ooh, it says we just plain bad. <laughs> it says uh, our imagination from our youth, our inclination from our youth is only to do evil. It's, it's like as little babies, man, that's what we come out as. We do things that we shouldn't do or uh, know not to do and do it anyway. That's just how it is. You see them kids, man, you tell them, hey, don't touch that. They look over at you. And then they touch it. They look directly in your eyes and then they touch it. Yeah. That's when he says that evil from from the very youth, inclination of evil from the very youth. You know what I'm talking about. You know, you know, it's true. You know, it's true. But I think that we also should recognize the blessing of God upon us. And as we see that blessing of God, give thanks to him. It's a season of thanks, man. This is uh, around Thanksgiving, and so it's a season of thanks, man. Let's give thanks to God. How can we apply these truths to our lives? Well, I guess I already started out by saying it's a season of thanks, and we should give praise to God. But also, man, let's 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 count our blessings. Let's see that God has shown us and done for us and, and given us many things. And then in that, give praise to God. Let's give praise to God today, all right? Find one thing today and praise God for it. Celebrate God. 
offer thanksgiving to him and give glory to his name. I appreciate you guys for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.